0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to the podcast today. I'm Shelby Joe Long. I'm Senior Vice President of the Strategic Advisor Board and CEO of Business Dynamics. And I love having conversations with entrepreneurs that have created a business out of their genius. Genius entrepreneurs that have discovered their skills, understood how to impact the world, and created a business out of it. And I had the opportunity to interact with Joseph Polanin on. Uh, LinkedIn. We met on LinkedIn. And since then, we have had a few conversations. And what he does, and I'll have him explain everything about his his business, is very much tied to his background and his expertise. And I feel it is an inspiration to hear his story. Uh, And before we begin the interview, I just want to say on the back of Veterans Day, just happy Veterans Day to all of you veterans out there that have served our country and Joseph is one of them. So thank you for that. Joseph, welcome to the podcast today. I'm excited to have you here.
1: Shelby, thanks so much. It's my honor uh, and privilege. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm very, very excited to be here today.
0: Yeah. Uh, Can you tell us about your business, the Alakai Leadership Group, first before we begin?
1: Absolutely. The Alakai Leadership Group is a strategic accelerator. We focus exclusively on the intersection and the interdependence between a company's vision, their strategy, and their talented people, their their, their vision. What is their bold goal for the future? What do they want to achieve? What does success look like for them three to five years down the road? Number two, their strategy. What's their plan of action? What are their milestones? What are their concrete steps that they must achieve every week, every month, every quarter in order to achieve that vision? And, and number three, how do they inspire and motivate their talented people? Uh, it's, it's, it is my um, research. It's my experience as both an academic and a practitioner. And, and it is um, my, my understanding uh, that many companies and many organizations, in fact, many teams, even small teams, have a prevalent and systemic disconnect between that depth of understanding, between the plan of attack, the goal for the future, and and the, the extent to which people understand their role. Why does what they do every day matter? How is what they do every day important? So I work with a lot of different companies, small, medium, large, across many industries and sectors. If they're doing some of those things well, Shelby, I help them accelerate that and do it better and faster, but for my participation. And if they're not doing those things, then I educate them on their importance. I help them and I work with their leadership team as as a a leader. I join their team. Uh, I'm not an external consultant. I join the team in a fractional or even sometimes a full-time capacity. I help them build those processes, those platforms, and those systems, implement them, and then accelerate them. That's what Alakai is, a strategic accelerator focused exclusively on the intersection between vision. Planning and people.
0: That's it. Thank you for that comprehensive overview. I think it's I think it's a, a, such a unique business model that, and, and probably a very necessary one. If you're really going into a business to transform leadership, it, it's more than just a one time thing. It's a it's an engagement and it's an understanding of the culture and it's an understanding of the leadership structure that's already there. To make that kind of influence, so that's that's a. It seems like your engagements with clients must take must be for quite some time.
1: You're absolutely right. And they are they are for quite some time, and, and in fact, uh, the predominant delivery of service that I've experienced uh, in, the, in the business model that I've implemented with the vast majority uh, of my clients and my teammates. Uh, is that I joined the company or I joined the team as a fractional fill in the blank officer? For some, I'm a I'm a chief operating officer. For some, I'm a chief strategy officer. Uh, and and I am not about titles and I'm not about positions. I am all about how do we take a high performance team and either elevate them from good to great or perhaps elevate them from great to elite. And those engagements can take. 12 to 18 months or longer, because depending upon the size, scope, scale, or nature of the company, as I mentioned earlier, if you're doing some of those things well, it it may just take a a short period of adjustment and and tweaking some processes or tweaking some procedures. However, if you're not doing those things, or you haven't built your vision, or the vision's not well communicated, or you don't have a plan of action, but you have passion with that care, and they're moving forward uh, with resolve and with urgency. I join the team. I share your urgency. I share your resolve. And as we're developing those those processes together, um, those engagements can can take 12 to 18 months because there's a good chance, there's a great chance that if you do those things right and you're the leader of that organization, you're going to want these changes to stick in your organizational culture, and and I bring experience uh, and expertise in that as well, uh, and that's sort of the follow-on of what's next for Alakai, focusing on the vision, the strategy, and the people. But what's next is how do we make those changes stick in the organization's culture, and I help with that as well on the back end. Great, uh, I, I'm,
0: I'm the next. Piece we're going to go into. I want to explore your expertise and your background and why you're so inspired to work in this area. But I'm just quickly reminded of a of a conversation. I've had many conversations with with clients before that are putting programs together, and it's all about building habits. And habits habits are take a long time to build. It's not just a one time thing. It takes months to build. And if you want to, and I, I work with businesses and their culture and their leadership as well. And it takes a lot, it takes a while to get into a rhythm. And it takes a while for those ideas to infiltrate through the entire business culture and to be a part of what's expected. And so that's a, it's the, ha, the what, what's the book? Atomic Habits. Have you read that book? Really I have
1: first? not. It sounds, yeah. it sounds fascinating.
0: Yeah, but I see a lot of connections and synergy with what mm-hmm. you know the the repetition and the making sure it's the vision. I, I that's a really interesting interesting way to approach it. Well, why, yeah. do, why don't you tell us a little bit about your background and what sure. inspired you to start this this group and to start this deep dive into leadership and to give that people those custom solutions? Can you tell us about your background? Uh,
1: absolutely, I'm, I'm glad to. Um, I so I served thirty years in the Navy my profession was explosive ordnance disposal. That's the bomb squad. So a lot of diving, demolition, parachuting. Uh, I I served with uh, frequently uh, special operations forces. And probably 20 of those 30 years were in CEO or COO or equivalent positions. Very often for globally integrated organizations and teams uh, in the tens of thousands of people in in the in the several billion uh, dollar value uh, of PL l less sales. And the the largest organization for which I had direct responsibility was approximately 3600 people working in 69 countries simultaneously on three continents, uh, 19 business units and approximately an 847 uh, million dollar uh, p l less sales. And what I learned from that and from those experiences really boiled down to two things. Number one, the value of a team. That a team will always accomplish more together than any individual can alone. Whether you're advising the National Security Council, the President of the United States, Secretary of Defense, Chairman of the Joint Chiefs, like I did when I was in the Pentagon, or or whether you're working with a team of two individuals uh, in in a high risk, demolition or diving operation uh, in a combat zone. The risks are different. The challenges are different. The obstacles are unique, but the value of a team remains the most important fundamental that one can appreciate. And the other element of that is the element of quiet professionalism. This was our ethos in the Navy EOD community. Uh, This is what I I believe. This is how I live my life. This is how I served in the Navy. And this is how I operate the Alakai Leadership Group. You do what's right the first time, every time, because it's the right thing to do. And you're not too worried about who gets the credit. And then you come right back to work and you get started on the next task. And your goal is excellence and achievement for that team not for individual recognition. That's the the key for me. Later on in my career, the second most important thing that I learned with respect to um, working on high-performance teams was uh, that I had the opportunity and the great privilege to be involved in several large-scale global corporate reorganizations and restructurings. The largest one was about 123,000 people with a $79.8 billion fiscal value. And that's where I saw a prevalent and a systemic disconnect, both in the public sector and in the private sector. And I've worked with over uh, 72 different companies now in, in 15 industries and sectors. A very prevalent disconnect between the vision of the organization, the plan to make it happen, and the extent to which people understood it. And when an individual or a team, more appropriately, was brought in, to be a spark or a catalyst to ignite that intersection, a lot of those problems went away. I'm a big believer that people do not get excited about things they don't understand. But once you explain it to them in a way that they know why what they do every day matters, they know how what they're doing every day contributes to the plan of success, and then they see the wins along the way, and they see the vision happening. That's a very powerful thing. It's a very rare thing. When it's working, it, it is just an awesome thing to behold. To me, that's not work. That's helping people. It's the same thing I did when I was in uniform as as I am today, and that's why I founded the Alakai Leadership Group because that's the spark and that's the catalyst that so many teams and so many organizations need.
0: Absolutely, gosh, so many, so many things from that story just stick out to me. Those the inspiration and how you have built your business uh just a few things before before we get into the next piece I I'm just curious about the I mean it, it's clear you have to work in high performing teams when you're under such a when you're under such a high stress situation with what you did in the Navy, that's incredible. And if you're not high performing, then there's quite a bit of risk on the other side of that. You have to work together well, otherwise it's going to not be very good for anybody on the other side of it. So if you don't work well together, it could be detrimental. And I think that working under that high risk situation and high stress situation it helps you understand the power of teams. So, how? It, it, my question with that is: How do you take that? Because yes, teamwork is necessary in those high risk situations, and yes, there are high risk situations in business. You know, particularly with the pandemic and you know ups and downs in the economy, all of those things. How, do they? Tr- those same principles translate across those super high risk life life. Si- Threatening situations and into the business, do you see those transition pretty well?
1: I do see them transition very well, and it it to me it boils down to to three elements, and this is this is how I see them transition very well. It, it, what I refer to as core values, some people might call them priorities, some people might call them morals or or an ethical code. Um, I call them core values. Again, this is how I strive every day to live my life, how I served in the Navy, and how I run Alakai. There's no difference. Um, it, it's all about people, grit, and, uh, and honor. The people are our most important resource, whether you're in a boardroom or whether you are in that, that very tactical, very high-risk, high-threat situation. Without our people, we have nothing. You could have the best technology in the world. You could have the most wonderful platforms, uh, hardware and software. You could have wonderful facilities and infrastructure, and you could be globally integrated. Without your people, all that is gathering dust. Mm -hmm. We need our people's imagination, creativity, spirit, drive, motivation, courage, intellect, integrity to succeed that's the spark that's the catalyst and that translates no matter no matter what situation that you're in right um grit mm-hmm. the ability never to quit under any circumstance never quit and when you resolve to ensure that you will never quit make sure your teammates right there with you and that your teammate won't quit either and be determined and have that resolve to to keep coming back again and again, and succeed. That's what winners do. That's what successful companies do. That's what successful teams in the military do. That's what, that's that's how you succeed. That's how you win. And and the third element is integrity. I mentioned it earlier and, and honor, right? Always do what's right, and don't tolerate those who don't. It's that simple. And those principles, those core values. Uh, Shelby, I believe translate perfectly from not only the military and and, and, the, and the public sector, but also into into the private sector and any any leadership team, sure. really. And that that for me has been the the translational platform that I've used.
0: Yeah, that's having having worked in. I I worked for the Forest Service for a long time. I was on a firefighting team and very similar. But then also in a crisis situation that those principles may be, they may be different not different, but they're just implemented in a different way in a crisis situation than they are in the boardroom. But they're the same principles and you operate in the same principles. And I really love the idea of this quiet professionalism of that. I haven't heard that before. And I really think it is very powerful because it's all about your team. And it's all about who you work with, and it's about giving grace to. It, it's not just you; it's team, it's the energy, it's the independence of how you're working together. That's the small group communication piece in me coming out. But I just, I think all of those are so important and also so critical to having those high performance teams, no matter what the situation or risk that you're in. That's
1: exact. That's exactly right. I could. I couldn't agree more. Very well said.
0: Yeah, I I just really enjoy that. I I just remembered something too. You have a book coming out, correct?
1: In I'm working process. on one.
0: Working I'm on w- one.
1: I'm working yeah. on one right now. Yes, thank you. Are you,
0: you talk about these concepts in your book?
1: I am. I I am going to talk about yeah. them. Um I I'm, I'm going to talk about them as a as a foundation. Uh, I'm also going to talk about what I refer to as uh, the 11 rules of leadership. Uh and this is a essentially a summary of the best practices of leadership that I learned um, over three decades uh, in the military. And although these lessons were learned in in service, uh, I believe they apply unilaterally uh, to any organization and any team. And so consider it uh, an executive summary uh, of 30 years of uh, trial and error, Uh, 30 years of mistakes and learning, because I believe we learn the most uh, from our mistakes as opposed to our successes and uh, what worked for me, what I saw that worked for others. So therefore, I did my utmost to emulate that and implement that and, and also what I saw that did not work and why it didn't work. Uh, and, and I distilled that down into uh, what I refer to as the eleven rules of leadership, and that that will be a um, uh, some some short excerpts of that uh, are posted on my LinkedIn account. Uh, but then also uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna expand from that, and that's gonna be uh, more more of the book.
0: That's your genius. That's your intuition. That's your your own approach. And yes, you might find this concept elsewhere, but you have. Crafted them into a, a plan for people, and I think that's so powerful. And that's uh, that there's the brand <laughs> idea all tied in together. I think yeah. it's so it's I'm excited that's come out. So, thank you. So tell me, so tell me what's next for the Alakai Leadership Group.
1: Well, you mentioned part of it. Uh, the book is going to be very important, uh, in addition to providing the services that I mentioned earlier directly to companies in in a fractional capacity um, in in a leadership role. Uh, Again, that's that's any company, any industry, or or any sector, uh, because I believe everyone needs this alignment of purpose. Uh, Everyone needs to know and needs to understand what's the goal, what's the plan to make it happen, and what's my part, what's my share of of the duty what's what's my portion of the job what am i doing every day to help move the ball forward not what was i hired for or what's the mission of the company the mission of the company or the mission of the organization the mission of the team of of, of course must be to to achieve excellence Uh, but understanding that vision is very important. So in addition to providing those services directly uh, to companies and working on the book, as you mentioned, what I also am interested in doing is uh, providing content that is uh, scalable for those who may be interested in it. So there may be uh, a one- or two-day seminar with some recordings and some documentation and some literature uh, that individuals uh, can purchase. And then there may be a, another version of that that's a little bit more broad, maybe a three or four day version with uh, all the content of the smaller version, and then, and then a little bit more. And then uh, perhaps a, a week uh, to 10 day long seminar uh, where the individuals will, will also uh, be able to, to purchase that content, but then also get some direct time with me. And in addition to providing those services directly and and having the book, um, I want to have those those types of services available uh, for anyone uh, at any time uh, to take advantage of. Uh, And then the last thing that's next for Alakai is I really enjoy any opportunity to work with our youth uh, as well as to do uh, public speaking. I'm working right now in a partnership with the University of Tampa. Uh, they have a, a an entrepreneurial growth center. It's called the Loth uh, Entrepreneurial Center uh, at Sykes uh, College of Business at the University of Tampa. And uh, some colleagues of mine and I are working uh, with them to help young people who are interested in starting their own company uh, to, to accelerate what they're doing and sort of fast forward a little bit and put some of these advanced practices in place early in the development of their company, um, so that they get an opportunity from the start and from the beginning, as they're building their organization, and as they're building their team, uh, to leverage some of the best practices of how to accelerate vision, strategic planning, and and inspiration for their people uh, at at the very start. So very excited about that. And then, of course, any opportunities to to leverage uh, those those, those, uh, unique, uh, events, um, with, uh, with any, any sort of public speaking. Uh, so that's, what's next for Alicom.
0: Great. We have, <clears throat> that's great to hear. There's so much, just so much energy in both of our businesses, the scalable products and the interaction with colleges. There's just so much. I just love hearing about all those things because I think that's such a, it's a, it's such a great way to build a powerful and influential brand and, a brand that is that people can be loyal to and people that can recognize. And I think it's so important just for the whole the whole package. Well, that uh so many great things are happening. Joseph, is there any is there anything you can tell our listeners, our entrepreneur founder, GS entrepreneur listeners today about some things that they can do to harness their leadership potential before we close out the interview?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Shelby, thank you for asking. It's a very, very, very important question. Um, My recommendation to entrepreneurs and and leaders really has two parts. One is, and and I want to preface this by saying uh, that I rarely, if ever, use the words always or never. Because yeah. those, those two extremes I find in life and in business, uh, as soon as you say that, you have to come out with a change because, well, this thing that you didn't think was going to happen, happened. Right. Uh, but when I when I do use the words always or never, I, I think about that very carefully. And, and I'm going to use one of those words today. Always demonstrate that you care. Be authentic as a leader in everything that you do. People will not care what you know until they know that you care about them and their well being and their success. Provide an environment for your people, whether it's a company of two or a company of 20,000, whether it's a home office or whether it is a globally integrated team working in 14 countries right now in 10 times, 10 time zones demonstrate in all that you do, demonstrate that you care about your people. That is the most important thing that you as an individual leader can do. Always do this. The second point of advice that I would give, um, it has to do with the team. And and this is what I talked about earlier, and this is why I founded Alakai. There are many successful organizations that start out doing well, that later fail because they fail to recognize the importance of knowing the direction you're going, having a plan to make it happen and inspiring people. It it is not by accident that 90 small business, excuse me, 90% of all small businesses that are started fail in their first year. Why that is, is for lack of this understanding. You must have a bold goal CEO, president, founder, you can't be the only one that's excited about it. You have to be the best champion and the best communicator of that of that vision. But you have to have people on your team that are just as excited, if not more so, as you. And I'll conclude with a story. I was asking a CEO this the other day. I said, what, what do you lose sleep about at night? And she said to me, I lose sleep because I get so excited that I want to come in the next day and move the ball forward and make the vision happen for the company. I said, what are your employees losing sleep about? And she didn't have an answer for me. And I said, when your employees share your passion and when they're losing sleep, because they're so excited to come in and be part of this world-class organization, and we're going to make this vision happen, you've got something rare and you've got something special and, and be." That leader be that individual. That's what that's what I would recommend. Uh, and and I see those two th- those two things are not so extraordinary and so rare that they're unachievable. There are people out there doing this every day, and you can too.
0: Very inspiring. So that's those are some great words of wisdom to end up the interview on. And it was Joseph. It was so wonderful to hear about your extensive experience. And all of that has has gone into the package of now what you provide others. And I think that's so transformational and it's so inspirational to see how you've taken those skills and transfer them to a different platform to help inspire others. So thank you for sharing your story and your vision because it's incredible.
1: Shelby, thank you so much. It's my honor and privilege. And I, I sincerely appreciate uh, the opportunity today. Thank you.
0: Of course. And again, thank you for your service. And listeners, I hope that you enjoyed the story and understand how we can take those skills, take that intuition that we have and transform that into a business to inspire others. So we will see you next time. Thanks for listening to Culture, Communication, and Brand Moments with your host, Shelby Jo Long. Please leave your feedback and visit strategicadvisorboard.com to get the latest and greatest business advisement on the planet. Follow us on social media for updates, and we will see you on the next episode.